This is the Get Better Everyday Podcast with Matt Gouget. Actionable advice from real-life superheroes who, just like you, are in relentless pursuit of the best version of themselves. Whether you're just getting started or have been at it for years, my hope is that this podcast injects you with some positive energy to continue doing what brings you joy. Join me as I interview the best of the best in business, sports, and life. Let's grow together. Hi, I'm Alex. And I'm KJ. And we're the producers of the Get Better Everyday Podcast. Do you like podcasts? Well, then hit us up. IkePodcastNetwork.com will help you build your show. All right, Get Better Everyday Podcast with Matt Gouget. I'm super excited to have Jimmy Ferris, Super Bowl champion, executive coach, author on the show today. Um, I did a little bit of research, so I'm going to ask some questions about mental toughness. Uh, we're going to talk about, uh, you know, some things that you've shared across socials that, you know, school is is never out, right? Never yeah. ending pursuit uh, yeah. of getting better every day. So without further ado, Jimmy Ferris, tell us a little bit about yourself and, and what you're up to. Oh, so I just moved back to Boise, Idaho a little over a year ago where my family is, and um, it's been fantastic. So the last year for me has been building my business and spending time with family, the nieces and nephews, and it's just been great, man. I'm at a really good place in my life. Um, was having a conversation with my brother probably a month ago now talking about um, just kind of life in general, and and it really hit me in that conversation that I'm at this place where I'm not chasing or pursuing any accomplishments. Um, I feel like I did that when I was younger and I, I got to live my dream, so to speak. And, uh, and it's just not my focus right now. I've come into this place where I'm, I'm just about doing things that, that fulfill me and make life better for me and my family. And, um, I only want to pursue those things. And so I'm in a really good place and it's, it feels good because there was a lot of, a lot of ups and downs during my football career and certainly in the years after. So I'm in a really good place. Yeah. We're, we're about the same age. And and I feel like, you know, that, that really resonated with me, right? Like chasing well-being right now chasing, yes you know some 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 peace and clarity and and uh you know family's a, a big part of that um take us back because i want to go from nfl football career to you know a transition and, and and i'm sure some get better everyday listeners you know might be you know between things that they're doing or you know they've reached a place like i think you reached uh you know after your football career we're like all right what's next yeah. um so tell us a little bit about it cuz i'm genuinely interested um about the the path to a, a super bowl championship yeah so one of the things that that always comes up um that i like to push back on a little bit is if you ever hear people say whatever they're doing that this isn't who I am. It's just what I do. Right. And I always push back on that a little bit, um, you know, from my own experience to make it to the, to the pro level in any sport or to make it to the top of, of any industry. Uh, I'm talking about the, you know, the, the top 1%, the, the, the elite of an industry, a, a big part of that has to be a part of your identity, Right. So, so being an athlete or a pro football player, wasn't what I did. It was who I was. And I was that person from a, from a pretty young age, you know, early teens, I started to think like that, like my, my life needs to be modeled around things that will ultimately help me fulfill that goal and, and reach that peak, so to speak. And so when I left football, when, when football retired me is what I like to say, because, um, they hand you the pink slip. Most guys, 
are not lucky enough to make that decision on their own. And so when I left football, I had this massive identity crisis, right? Cause all of a sudden it was like being a pro athlete and a pro football player was, was who I was. And I didn't know who I was outside of that. And so I spent a number of years really trying to figure out who I was, what, what did I like? What did I love outside of football and sports and being an athlete? What, what value could I bring to the world? What was I good at? Um, what did I want to pursue moving forward? I mean, I made great money, but not enough to just live the rest of my life and never have to work again. And so I was 31 trying to figure out what's next. And, um, you know, a series of events led me into developing a program based on the mindset of a pro athlete, the mindset habits, practices, um, of high level athletes and how you can apply those to business and be better in whatever your business is or different areas of life. And so that's really the cliff notes version of how we got from the kid that, that grew up in a small town, dreaming of playing pro football to accomplishing that goal. And then ending up here back home in Idaho and, um, coaching and and teaching these principles about mindset and, and excellence. Right. Yeah. Which, I mean, I've, I've talked to countless athletes. I'm a, you know, I like to think of myself as a recreational athlete, right? There you like, go. <laughs> I, I, I can handle my own and, and, you know, a pickup game at the gym playing basketball and whatnot. And, uh, you know, have do, do a good enough job keeping up my 14 year old son and, and my 10 year old son. Um, but the thing that athletes that I come across, um, have in in common is that the level of dedication the level of focus the unbalanced life and i want to absolutely about that as well like to get to that elite level serves you really well in any other pursuit you know it does. a lot of them you see transition into business you're like man this guy's really sharp this guy's really got his stuff together well you know he learned to be that way in athletics and it took a massive amount of discipline um i, I i'm going to ask you about it because like I immediately thought of, of, you know, it's, it, it seems to be a common uh, question nowadays. And there's more and more people saying like, listen, life balance, like that's, that doesn't exist right at, at the highest level. So tell us a little bit about that unbalanced life where you're like, listen, man, like it had to be who I was to reach that level. Um, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So there, there, I, I totally agree with you. I, I say that all the time that there's really no such thing. Um, at least not while you're you're pursuing the ultimate. Um, certainly there's periods of time where later on that comes. I, I think I have really good life balance now. Um, but I'm not trying to change the world at this at this point, right? I'm not trying to accomplish this big, huge monumental task. But back then there was no balance and 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 I was happy about that. You know, I used to love it when people would would accuse me or try to insult me by saying that I had blinders on or that I was one track minded. I was like, absolutely. And, and you know, somewhere in the back of my mind, I was saying, and that's why I'm going to make it and you won't. Um, and so I, that that idea that I always like to tell people um, you can have it all, but not all at the same time. Right. So if you're pursuing something massive, like, you know, something major in business or again, if, if you're a young athlete pursuing a, a, your dream to play a professional sport, there, there's no balance. That's 99 percent of your focus, energy and resources. Um, and you can achieve that. You can accomplish that by having that singular focus. Um, 
so you can have it all in that respect, not all at the same time. And so now I'm at a point in my life where I've got more of that balance. I'm I'm just enjoying life. I'm enjoying waking up and drinking my coffee and um, spending time with the family. Um, but I had those things at different times, right? I had the 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 dream, accomplishing the dream. 20 years ago. And now 20 years later, I've got the balance. And so you, you can have it all, but not all at the same time. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think that like some people, you know, in business, especially, and I see this, you know, I'm in mortgage and so I'm around real estate agents and, and, and the field where people think that they can do a little bit of solar, a little bit of real estate, right. dabble in this on the side. And it's like, you weren't trying to play professional basketball, baseball, and no. all let's, at the same time. <laughs> let's talk about that because I, I, man, now you're now you're really speaking my language. This is probably one of the things that, you know, they always say um, you should you should go into an area or you should pursue an area or a business based on something that really frustrates you or something you want to change, a problem you want to solve. And this is one of them for me. So many, so many younger people these days, but and by younger, I mean, all the way up until maybe 40 years old are hearing the influencers talk this stuff about, you know, look it up, all millionaires have multiple streams of income. And while that might be true, they've, they've developed those multiple streams after they became millionaires. That's what they don't tell you. Most of those people that you look at scaled one thing to the top. That was the breakthrough for them. That was the, that gave them kind of the FU money where they could essentially do whatever they wanted. Now they're into a little bit of real estate over here, a little bit of this over there, a little of that over there. But the, the, the people that we all look to as, as the world changers and the game changers and, you know, the, the billionaires and hundred millionaires now, they'll tell you that they grinded for years to scale one vertical to the top that broke through for them. And they had that singular focus, those blinders on for that one thing. And, and sure, now they're multimillionaires and they've got multiple different investments. But that idea that you're going to be, you know, uh, you're going to be a loan officer. And like you said, you're going to dabble in solar and then you're going to have a little, you're going to sell supplements at the gym over here. And you're going to be a day trader and doing Forex and in a little crypto. It's bullshit, man. And it's just not realistic. Focus on one thing and take that to the top. I agree 1000%. I had Matt Ishby on my podcast, you know, multi-billionaire, runs the largest mortgage company in the country. Wow. Recently acquired the Phoenix Suns. So now he's got some other stuff. There he is. You, you can ask him. He's a perfect example. One thing for 20 years, and it wasn't even just mortgage. It was even drilled down even farther. It was wholesale mortgage with mortgage brokers, not, not having retail branches, not any of that stuff. Wholesale right. mortgage. For 20 years, eat, breathe, and sleep. The dude could have had appraisal management companies. He could have had title offices. He could have done a lot of other things. Singular focus for two straight decades. In the office at 4 a.m., leave at 6 or 7 p.m. Every single day for 20 years. Um, a, a great example and uh, you know, a mentor of mine that I, I really respect because you know, proof is in the pudding, man. Yes. And, and it was a singular focus. So um I want to talk about be a pro. Um, that's the name of the book, right? Yes. Um, and and I don't know because you know, truth be told, I haven't read it. Um, what it it entails, but I know that recently I heard something from Jim Rohn. I love all these like self development guys and these old yeah. guys like Jim Rohn, and he talked about like 
business is a serious business. And I know a bunch of guys my age that are having fun, right? And we're like, you know what? We're casual. We're cool, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 it's almost like it's unhip to be professional or it's unhip to like think of things like a pro. And it, it truth be told, like it gave me a little bit of a mindset shift where I'm like, you know what? Like I can be a fun, easygoing guy, but take my business seriously. Um, and so um, when it comes to like your work um, as an executive coach or, or, or writing the book, what, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. So it's funny. You mentioned Jim Rohn. I opened the, I opened my book with a quote from, from Jim Rohn that says, if you want things to get better, you have to get better. And that's basically a kind of a, a call to action. It's kind of a line in the sand right away that says, if you, if you proceed past this first page of the book, understand that I'm going to call you out in, in meaning that um, all the things you want in life and um, you know, the levels that you want to get to strictly rely on you doing the work you doing what's necessary to get there. If you want things to change, you have to change. If you want things to get better, you have to get better. And so that's that concept of, of being a pro pro is an acronym for prepared, reliable, and obsessed. I think those are the the three key pillars, um, common traits that I saw in the highest level professionals that I was really fortunate to be around. Um, and in the, 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 the concept is really just based upon that it's around thinking at a higher level, doing the things that people at the highest level are doing the basic ordinary things at an extraordinarily high level. There's no, it's, there's no rocket science to this. I, I look, I'm a huge fan of, of, um, neuroscience and, and psychology and all these different things, but we're getting to a point where people are overthinking the, the success formula, right? Be prepared, be reliable. In other words, be trustworthy and be fucking obsessed about what you do. Yep. And that's, that's the key. Those, those three pillars um, will get you 90% of the way. And of course, there's always going to be extenuating circumstances for different people in different industries and things you need to know and learn and understand. But if, if you can implement those three principles, you can get better in anything and get closer and closer to where you want to be, what I ultimately call just um, the best version of yourself. I mean, that's not obviously unique to me, but I I think that's what what life is is really about. What's the best version of me that I can create? What's the best business that I can create, regardless of what anybody else is doing, regardless of what my perceived competition might be doing? All that matters is, am I maximizing my gifts, my abilities? And what I'm capable of and, and, and creating the best version of me and my, the best business, the best marriage or relationships I can have and so on and so forth. And so that's really the premise of, of the book. Yeah. I love that stuff. So it's prepared, reliable, obsessed. Yes. Uh, Awesome, man. Yeah. And that, and that's something too. our, our mutual buddy, Scott Groves uh, had an analogy this morning and I love me some analogies. I love sports analogies. Um, and, and it goes along the, the lines of obsessed, like at the highest level, the guys that he's getting information from about jujitsu mm-hmm. are obsessed. And yes. So it's like you can be really good and then drill down on one move and be obsessed for six months and get so gosh darn good at that move. And the same applies to business or anything else in life, right? Like I guess good in, in a mortgage business. And then I'm like, you know what? here's a, a niche or here's a specific thing that clients 
you know, get value when I, when I do this for them. So I'm going to lean in and I'm going to be yes. obsessed with, I'm already doing it at a 90. I'm going to do it at a 100. I'm going to do yep. it at a 98. Um, and you know, you're speaking my language. You talk about getting better every day. You talk about best version of yourself. Cause like, that's the journey I've been on for 10 years. This yes. podcast, hopefully someone listening to this is listening to it and getting inspired and saying, you know what, no matter where you're at, no matter where your starting point is, you can be a better you tomorrow. You can yes. be even better you a week from now, whether you're in the lowest of ruts or even if you're at a high level. Like Matt Ishbia last Wednesday said something, and I thought it was hilarious. He said, today, today, Wednesday, I'm the worst CEO I'm going to be in the next 30 years because tomorrow I'm going to be better and next week I'm going to be better than that. I love next that. Next month I'm going to show yes. up better than that. Well, here's the point too. I, I, I appreciate what you're saying because – you don't have to try to be better. There, there's multiple things that you can just be better at, right? People always say things like, um, yeah, you know, I, I need I really need to work on, you know, being more polite. I need to work on being being kinder and nicer to people. I, I really need to, I'm like, you don't need to work on that. Just do that. You you can walk into the office with a smile on your face and say, Hey, Susie, how are you? Hey, you know, you look great or whatever, you know, how was your weekend? You can just, you can just do politeness. You can just be more kind. And it, and it applies to people always say, yeah, I really need to work on becoming more disciplined. I'm like, no, just be more disciplined. You, you don't have to wait until tomorrow, even shit. You it's, it's three 30. You can start that at four o'clock. You know, you can start that now. And so, um, you know, Scott, I loved, I loved what he said. I listened to the, um, to the, uh, lead generation call and it, and it, it went to something. I don't know if you saw that video I just posted yesterday, I think on my Instagram and I was referencing, um, I'm a huge boxing fan. I was referencing Terrence Crawford and Earl Spence. Mm -hmm. And I used that analogy to say that, you know, a lot of times people say when we want to get better or we need to take our business to another level, we need to make more money or whatever it is. Um, that, you know, hard work and grinding and, you know, work nights and weekends, sleep, sleep when you're dead mentality, hustle culture and all this, like, that's how you break through. And yes, hard work is necessary, right? But it's, it's the prerequisite, like at the top levels, everybody's working hard. What separates you to your point about, you know, being obsessed about something specific is your skill level. Right. In that boxing match between Spence and Crawford, who were it was up in the air. Who's who's the best pound for pound? Which guy's the best in the world? They both worked their asses off in training camp. They both did everything necessary. But what happened is there was a there was a massive skill disparity. Terrence Crawford was significantly more skilled. So no matter how hard Errol Spence worked or how much heart he brought into the fight or how much dog he had. The skill level was so much that he couldn't overcome it. And it's the same in life and it's the same in business. You can just be working hard, but if you're not working to improve specific skills and be the best you can be at very specific things, when you come up against somebody that's more skilled, they'll beat you. Talent doesn't, what do they always say? Hard work beats talent. Not always. Not always. Sometimes people are just that much better that they'll whoop your ass regardless of how hard you worked. And so I always press people like, listen, you got to work hard and be obsessive about the things you're good at. And more specifically, the things you're not good at. Don't let those deficiencies or weaknesses get exposed. Be obsessed about those things.
Yeah, for sure. I want I wanted to throw another Jim Rohn out there too because you mentioned it earlier, and and one of my favorites um, is "Don't wish it was easier, wish you were better. wish you were better." Right, like- and, and like that applies in 2023 uh, more than it's applied in years past. I think you know because I'm around plenty of of real estate agents, uh, mortgage loan originators, and you know it's tough. But you know just just saying, hey, it's 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 tough. I'm, I'm gonna throw in the towel. Like no get better. And to your point, like it's, it's, it's not just like put your head down and make a hundred calls a day, genuinely hone your craft Yes, get better. So that like, I'm telling people, you know, there's a bunch of different industries. I, I think right now, like there's commercial real estate and others where like their mantras survive till 25, mm-hmm. which is kind of sad when you think about it. Like people are just worried about surviving. There's some of us that are out here thriving by choice. Um, the people who are able to like put their head down and charge through this economic storm or, or, you know, industry specific storm are going to come out so much better. Absolutely. You know, it's going to take the right mental attitude, you know, being a pro getting better every day. And then you're going to wake up in 2024 and be like, you know what? Like I was honing my craft. I got so much better. I actually sent a message to a, a colleague of mine. I said, you know what? Like, I'm so incredibly grateful for all the, you know, hardship, all the toughness that these last 18 months in this industry has provided, because if not, I wouldn't have like been forced to get better. Well, you were 2021, you were drinking from a fire hose. You didn't have time to try to work on your skills or anything. You were too busy, um, you know writing contracts and, and taking more leads than you could handle. So you didn't have time to do it. So I love that you said that be thankful for this time and use it. This is the time right now in the downtime to hone the skills so that when things pick back up, you're that much better and more efficient. Yep. For sure, man. This has been an awesome conversation. I could go on all day about get better every day, but we get, we got to wrap up any, any final thoughts for the, for the get better every day listener. Yeah. So, so the, the get better every day concept really resonates with me. And here's a quick story about getting better every day. Bill Belichick taught me this, this lesson about consistency. And he said, you don't have to, you don't have to look months down the road. He said, the goal is to get better today, be great today, and then come out tomorrow be great tomorrow and come out the next day and do it again and just string great days together. That was his phrase, string them together. And so I always encourage people that are on any type of quest or journey to do something big, whether it be, you know, lose 50 pounds or increase their, their income, you know, 50 or hundred thousand. Don't worry about the end of the year or six months from now, wake up tomorrow and be great tomorrow. And then wake up the next day, and be great that day and just keep stringing them together. You string five good work days together. It's a great week, right? You string four great weeks together. It's a great month and so on and so forth. And so that's how I look at when you talk about getting better every day. All I got to do to do that is have a great day tomorrow. And when tomorrow's done, I'll wake up the next day and I'll do it again in this string those great days together. I love that advice, man. The inches, string, put put those inches together. Thanks String so them much, together. Man. I really, really enjoyed this conversation. I'm fired up, man. I'm, I'm going to make sure that I, <laughs> I end the day strong and then have a great day tomorrow. So thanks again, Jimmy Ferris. I appreciate you, brother. I appreciate it, Matt. Thank you. 
This is Matt Gouget. Just wanted to give you a quick thank you for listening to the Get Better Every Day podcast. Hopefully you're inspired to go out there and get better every day. If you could, please do us a huge favor and leave a five-star review if you found any value in this. Share it with your friends. Again, thanks for listening and go out there and get better every day.